0: We'd like to take a minute to thank this week's sponsor, Local Menace Apparel. Local Menace is a Dallas, Texas-based apparel brand that is hell-bent on destroying your wardrobe and has been providing the world with bad fashion since 2017. From shirts to hats to some dope-ass bottle openers. Check them out at localmenace.com for all your anti-fashion needs. Don't forget to sign up for their Bad Fashion Brigade mailing list stay updated on new merch weekly sales and exclusive discounts they got new merch coming out all the time with brand new shirt drops every month make sure to use our code pop punk at checkout for 25 percent off your order thanks so much now let's get back to the show
1: welcome to another episode of where did all my friends go a podcast about life in the music industry and today we had our dear friend adam lorbach from he's been in so many things he's been in homegrown new year's day and a brand new project which you'll learn about more in the episode but before we get into the episode pat yo adam dude blew blew my mind dude
0: yeah what a rad dude like i my favorite thing about this podcast uh is going into it um, not knowing somebody yet and coming out feeling like are we friends now yeah and i feel like we're like, friends like, now like as if, if we have been love friends that. for
1: a while like he's so yeah open and honest and and vulnerable like yeah i mean we try to give you guys the best kind of podcast we we can you know and we're learning and we're figuring out what what you guys like we're figuring out what we like what the podcast is but in that like It's become its own thing. And when people feel comfortable enough to just open up on like hard questions,
0: like I love that more.
1: I want more of that. You know what I mean? I want more of that. Like, this is a community. This is a family. What we're trying to do here is all about a community and family. And so when someone like Adam comes on in and and like it's family from the get go. Mm -hmm. oh dude like this episode could be called vin diesel that's how family this this feels (laughs)
0: oh i like Uh. that well shit! i don't think we can go go anywhere else other than let's just get into the inner in you got this into the episode
1: Welcome back to another episode of where did all my friends go a podcast about life in the music industry and today we have Adam Lorbach. He's a founding member of the band homegrown New Year's Day and now radical radical Adam welcome to
2: the show. Thank you. It's great to be here, man. It's already been pre-show. It's already been a good time, man. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. This was also the first
1: time we've ever done like an actual like, like an intro that sounds like it's about to be on the radio. So uh, <laughs> this is new for both of us. Uh, and uh, I'm I'm glad to be here, Pat. Thank you for having me. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm glad to have you here, Bear. And Adam, it's awesome to have you here. Thanks, man. Thank you. Good to be here.
1: So Adam, tell us, before we get into the podcast, tell us just a little bit about yourself.
2: Uh, oh, there we go. Uh, Caught him <laughs> up already. This is going to be
1: a great episode. Well, would you look at the
2: uh, time? <laughs> gosh, I'm i I'm I'm a I'm a husband. Been married for gosh, was it 17 years now? I've right got on. I've got three boys. Got a new punk rock project called Radical Radical, which I'm loving. I actually, recruited. you said New Year's Day. A couple of the guys from New Year's Day are in the band, and oh, cool. uh, yeah, been ex- kind of getting back into the whole punk rock thing a little bit you know just sort of enjoying it from a new perspective like i think i can actually fully enjoy it now whereas back Mm -hmm. in the day man you're just living in the moment you're just going you know now i'm like oh man that's that's really special you know know,
1: i i saw this i saw this um interesting tiktok video that like like made me like genuinely think and it was guys was he was like i am he said i'm changing my career goal he said i want to do what i do so well that when I find something I love, I can do it for free, and I was like, "Wait a minute, what?" He's like, "Yeah, not everything has to be monetized." And the fact that you find something that you love and you want to be a part of it helps put that spark back into what you're doing. So even though your yeah. his job was like uh, an audio engineer, he's like, "I want to help bands that I like genuinely enjoy. I want to be a part of." And I was like, "Holy shit, that's a that's <laughs> yeah. a great idea."
2: that's so you awesome get, it is you know what that's like clarifying goals is yeah. is so powerful because otherwise you're gonna find yourself chasing fame like you're gonna mm-hmm. you're gonna hit you're gonna hit one level right you're gonna be like i got this many subscribers i got this many followers fans merch sales whatever i played this show and as soon as you do that you're like well that's not enough okay what, yeah. what are they doing oh they're doing more okay i yeah. got it and man you just you just keep climbing and you'll yeah. never be happy unless you like clarify it like you said like hey man i enjoy being with people i enjoy being creative and just mm-hmm. let that be the win and and yeah i mean that's it's life-changing yeah for sure
1: and like I, I had a conversation with uh my older brother the other day he's in a he's in a uh, metalcore band that's doing pretty well for themselves and uh he i just like we were talking he was telling me stories about like the people that like he'll meet on the road and just all these people that just think they're like hot shit right And I I was listening and I was like, there are really three tiers to like trying to become successful into being successful. There's the first level tier where like, you're so close to where you started that you still have that humility that, Mm -hmm. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm here. I can't believe I'm touring with this band or whatever. And then there's the step above that where it feels like, yeah, I've been touring with these bands all the time. Like I'm starting to get a little, uh, uh, complacent like people owe me this like I, I deserve a crowd i deserve this and then like the step above that where it's the super successful people who mm. go back to being the most humble people there are who will mm. just school these people with this mentality of you deserve and you own the world they're like like uh like Eric Clapton, he was asked, he, you know, what is it like to be the greatest guitar player in the world? And he was like, I don't know, you'll have to ask my friend Phil Keegee right? Like, yeah. just, like, little, <laughs> little shit like that. Yeah, just yeah. gone. But, like, you yeah. ask somebody on the mid-tier, is what I'll call it, and it's like, um, oh, well, I mean, like, I, you know, just practice, 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 and it's like, there's this, like, there's this idea of where we want to be, and then there's this super successful goal that, like, bypasses the, the entire um, like being a dick, <laughs> like, <Yeah. it's> like, <laughs> like just like being a a, a dick because yeah. like like if you look at somebody you're like wow they're really cool that guy in that band is really cool that guy doesn't think he's cool that's what makes him cool cool yeah. <laughs> like if you think uh, you're cool
2: you're not cool <laughs> like, that's that's why everyone loves Dave Grohl oh exactly damn he's, he's the coolest he's the coolest I mean like. Yeah, he's just got such a humble attitude. He mm-hmm. takes he takes risks. He always yeah. lifts up other artists. He brings kids on stage. I mean, he, he doesn't he doesn't right. give a rip. He's just having a good time, and yeah, you right. know, and you love it, right? You love it. S- exactly. Speaking
0: of taking risks, and Dave Grohl, man, that horror movie you made was whew, incredible. I don't care what anybody says. I didn't I see it, so it. I don't, I don't oh. even know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. What? So he, you don't know about this bear? <laughs> what? Okay. So Dave Grohl just he it or the foo fighters just it, it just came out on thursday it's called studio 666 it is a a foo fighters horror movie it's if you like horror movies at all it's kind of like in the same kind of style as the evil dead and army of darkness movies where it's really funny really really gory yeah. uh but like you know like not but but overly bloody and un, kind of unrealistic gore. Yeah, and uh, it's so funny. It like if you're a Foo Fighters fan, where can band,
1: I find this
0: uh, <laughs> at the at your theater? It's what? in the theater. What?
1: Yeah. Okay, I am I am too far disconnected from yeah. everything. Clearly, <laughs>
0: so, like just pop on like after after this after when you're done with your second podcast. <laughs> Hop on YouTube and look up the the trailer for Studio Six Six Six. It is really funny. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm gonna do that
1: too. I didn't know I had. All that right, but yeah. let's get
0: back. Let's yeah. get back <laughs> in the podcast. So, okay, Adam, yes, homegrown sir. was <laughs> homegrown was formed in 1994. You released your first album, that's business, in 1995, and the what's the what's happening EP the next year. Yeah, uh, what was the SoCal? Pop punk scene like in those in those days, the mid to late '90s.
2: Oh man, back in those days, it was very communal. I'll tell you that. Hmm. I didn't I didn't realize how much it was until you know, kind of hindsight. But it was a lot of backyard parties. It was uh, a lot of friends coming out to shows. You would have shows. You'd put together shows, and people wouldn't know who's on the bill. But it was just the thing to do. So there's generally. Kind of always good turnouts, even if the bands weren't great. And I'd say, I'd say, no, really. And and everyone had a good time. That's the thing. Like everyone wasn't like, is the band good? Then I enjoyed it. It was more, there's loud, crazy music. Hmm. That's the soundtrack to my good time right now. And everyone just uh, goes nuts and has a good time and just waits for the next one. But again, that's before. I mean, it totally dates myself, right? But it's you know, it's before the internet. I mean,
1: technically, I I was born in 1994.
2: Yeah. Oh wow. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Enjoy Leave, that. I... Leave there. Yeah. Leave. Yeah. Sorry. I gotta go. I, gotta go.
0: I, I I was not. So I was I was <laughs> definitely born in the early I, 80s. I
2: graduated in 93. So there you go. Um, but uh yeah, man, it was just it was a lot of fun. There's there's like a lot of support, and I'd say, you know, today everything's gotta be so put together. Mm-hmm. And I get it because everyone has access to home studios. Right, we've you know, live albums aren't really live anymore. They're all kind of overdubbed and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So everyone has the expectation of perfect. But back then, man, I mean, our early days of Homegrown, I mean, we weren't that good, but we had a lot of fun, and people could feel that, you know. And I was going to say, like, that's that's all it like that's that's what it was. All that
1: really matters, right? Like, I I, I know that again. That's a big cliche. Like, oh, like, oh yeah, you sound good. Do do your best, but like at the end of the day if people can tell you're having fun yeah that bleeds off the stage Mm -hmm. like entirely then they're having a good you are now like you said the soundtrack to their good time yeah and that unlocks this like nostalgic memory like that is what they go to Mm. when like you know they're out of high school and they're like man remember the the good old days it's like that is what that was and they want that so it doesn't even matter if you were you know, conventionally quote unquote good or not. It just mattered that you were having fun.
2: Yeah. And that's, and I don't want to say it too. It's like, again, like hindsight, you don't, you realize like you evaluate some things like back in the homegrown days. We, we were very like on the spot. So we had all kinds of humor. Like we were making Mm -hmm. fun of each other all the time. It was just like, it was constant banter. Like we didn't even know it was going to happen. And I think that's what kind of made it, I think, you know, in retrospect, like what made those shows so special is like, we didn't even know it was going to happen. So everyone is kind of living in the, the the tip of this moment. Like we were <laughs> right. all present. It wasn't like just all planned and, you know, next click track to the next click track type thing. You know, it's just like, we don't know what's going to happen. We might go on some weird tangent. We might do some, some jam out. We might call out someone in the, you know, in the crowd and make fun of them. It was just so in the moment that everyone is like, well, I want to be there because I want to be in that moment, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Wow, my camera is going so out of focus. For all the YouTube viewers <laughs> out there, it yeah. this, this is what it looks like when you open your eyes underwater. Actually, what you know, like. you look
2: like you look like an Instagram skincare uh commercial. <laughs> I'll oh. take it. Oh. You know, you know, to, you know they, do this blurred, they do those blurred they do those blurred out pictures where like, look, you can look like this and it's just like clearly been totally photoshopped. I can't like it where doesn't you? Oh.
0: There. oh. oh it's like it you get your maybe put your face really close to right? it Right.
1: just hey
0: <laughs>
1: maybe maybe even like focus on my finger like until <laughs> until it reach uh
0: it is so unhappy with whatever you're trying to accomplish wow. over there right now yeah. yeah but uh the i feel like the, like the late 90s was when i pretty much was starting to get into pop punk as well like <laughs> um and with that, like I actually, re- I remember hearing "Suffer" on a compilation album, um, oh, cool. and and that's how I actually learned about you guys. And I immediately went to I, what I think Sam Goody. Um, <laughs> nice. And yeah. and I bought the Actor Age album the next day, and I listened to that thing on repeat. Uh, I actually still have it. I went to try and go find it, and I still have the CD. But not the case, I think that has not survived my many moves since then.
2: Oh, nice, man. If I, I might have an extra one for you after this, give me your, your address and I see maybe I can send you one out. I might I might have one. I might have one. Might have one. <laughs> that's that that's and in tight. return, that, we'll that's, send that's,
1: you a cookie. <laughs> uh,
0: that's <fair. laughs> Okay. I'll send you whatever. Uh, <laughs> but so with that though, actor age reached number 24 on the Billboard Heat Seekers charts. Um, so when you were writing and recording that record did you guys ever think that it would reach so many people let alone getting on the billboard charts
2: oh no we uh we were so along for the ride we were kind of oblivious to it i know we we've gotten some management and we got signed to um outpost recordings just like a subsidiary of geffen and it all it got, got bought out and then kind of in the merger we got we got lost you know we had a, we had a couple of years that was just like the dark years where we just had to tour without any support and you know um but in that time we're getting signed and at that time there's other artists right like like blink was getting signed mm-hmm. and unwritten law and so the, you know there's kind of like the san diego band some of the orange county real big fish all this that some of the labels some of the bigger ones were seeing what was happening and sort of the groundswell and the live shows they're coming out going okay let's pick up on this and I think a lot of them said, "Hey, we can kind of market this and make this make this hit right now," and so we're just kind of sort of caught up in that. You know, people are interested. <laughs> hey, yeah. we'll 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 give you a bunch of money to get you know really great recording, like access to things we never had access to, and right. we weren't like strategic and thinking Billboard. We're just like, <laughs> cool. All right, a better sounding record and some tour support. Yeah, never had that. So let's let's go for it.
1: You know. Yeah. So. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. But talking, speaking about like joining in, uh record labels and all that kind of stuff. After joining one of pop punk's most cherished record labels, Drive Through Records, you released yeah. Kings of Pop in 2002. So, with that, how did the band change after that in regards to like the attention you garnered after the release compared to your other albums?
2: Well, let's see. I'd say we had some pretty good momentum on That's business and then when act your age came out right kind of before it came out there was the merger with interscope all that stuff and so we got shelved i mean essentially essentially it was like uh we don't know what to do with your record we're kind of assessing all the different bands that have sort of merged into into the new conglomerate and so we were we were kind of lost we couldn't get out of contract and so we just we just said well what what are we going to do basically what are we going to do we have no support and so we said Let's just do what we know how to do and what we've always done. Let's go tour. Yeah. So we so we toured for a year. Things are going great, you know, pretty well. And we had we had some good tours. You know, we had some like good bands we're touring with, like bigger bands and stuff. Um, but then you know, after like a year, once you go around the state a couple times, because we tour about ten months out of the year, so we we tour yeah. a lot. Um, you know, you start losing a little bit of momentum. It's like people love you, but they're not going to go see you three times in a year. Yeah. And, so, and so at that point you know you start feeling like man what's next and ah and and we finally got out of contract and so honestly drive-through is like a breath of fresh air yeah. it was it, it felt like a new start they had a real pulse on you know the scene and not just trying to you know turn a quick buck or whatever like right they were they were kind of on the cutting edge of what was happening you know they had the dashboard ep and stuff and mm-hmm. um yeah, they just had a good vibe. They had a good name. They came to all the shows. They sang at the side of the stage, and um, so yeah, we're we're happy to sign with them. I, that I think helped
1: it, like foster that sense of community in your in in your band for you.
2: Yeah, I I think it was just it was just at the right time. If anything, if it had come even like four or five months earlier, it'd have been better. But you know, it's kind of like what what what's next? You know, what's what's kind of our next step? And it was like, yeah, this this makes a lot of sense. You know. Yeah. So, and we were, they were able to like, you know, give us a, a good enough, like, support to, you know, do record like in a, you know, good studio with mm-hmm. a producer engineer, Steve Ebbets, which, you know, he did like the saves the day stuff. Yeah. Um, he, you know, he had, he had a really good like record of, of great records. So, you know, everything about it was, it, it was a good deal. It was It all good just fell us. into place. Somehow. It all fell into place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not that how it always it, works? Just somehow it. Somehow somehow, somehow yeah. that's the, that's all yeah. <laughs> and then we got a record we could go tour again and have a reason for people to come out you know so yeah, right and, yeah. and kings yeah. of pop was such a good record too so here's a, oh, guys, thank I, was, you. I was gonna
1: say thank was you. kings of pop the record that was shelved
2: after your age was shelved Act your age, Act your age. Yeah. okay after age yeah so it's like and it's crazy it was Act Your age like <clears throat> why it hit billboard and stuff is because um it started getting played like on K Rock, which is like a big station in LA, which kind of sets the tone for a lot of other radio stations. And it, and Surfer Girl got picked up, mm. and so it started getting picked up and played, and started spreading around. And we're like, you know, you kind of you go, is this really happening? Like, yeah. it's it's happening. You know, like, the, whatever that thing is, it's happening to us. Well, and then <laughs> as soon as they found out that the record was shelved and that there wasn't going to be any more support and all the different things happening, all the ra- the the radio stations and stuff went oh and they just dropped it
1: just dropped it which is such a
0: bummer you know like not only obviously because like the that album is really great too and like it surfer girl is such a bop though it's such a fun song
1: yeah yeah it's fun it's fun now here's here's a question that that uh well i'm genuinely curious about it and how it works (laughs) um and i'm sure our listeners out there uh, you know who've been following along and you know trying to actually to take the hints and, and, and hear what we ask and listen to the advice and do all, all that kind of stuff. When through Records, when you signed to them, were they able to buy out the contract with, or not the contract, the music from your previous record label? No. So you said Act Your Age was shelved. Is that still that, I mean, um, obviously, obviously it's out. So, like, how did that how did that, like, end up even coming out after it was shelved?
2: I mean they still it still got released, so it still did yeah. its release. It just yeah. it just didn't have support. So just it still, wasn't pushed. Yeah, it got distribution and all that stuff. But back in the day it was like, you know, it was product placement, it was in caps, it was, you know, sending posters and and promo, you know, mm-hmm. electric you know, or not electronic, that was kind of a little later, but like press so it, kits and it stuff. It just like showed that. up
1: without it just showed up promo. and
2: if you want to find it, you can find it. And a lot of people I remember at the time they couldn't, they Come out the shows and they buy the record, mm. so
1: and then so moving that on onto drive through records, they yeah. were able to. I mean, obviously they, they you know, the other record label kept the music, kept the rights, yeah. all that kind of stuff. So yeah. with drive through, clean slate, everything, everything clean, clean slate, slate clean and then slate. you just that's that's gotta feel good,
2: like a yeah, nice. It like, felt good. That's it, awesome. it did. Oh yeah, it did. That's why I said it, it was like a, a breath of fresh air for us. Felt like the right yeah. decision to make. Yeah.
1: Well, so we've talked about new. Uh, homegrown and yeah i mean honestly that's where you know that's where your roots come from and it's really cool to get to dive deeper into that and to see where you know where you started especially to where you are now but let's talk about new year's day for just a second sure in 2005 you left homegrown to join new year's day what led you to leaving the band
2: and start like starting something new ah i mean there's uh, there's quite a story in that gap but uh <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's see what's what's the short story um so kind of in the tail end of homegrown like before i left i hit like a really low spot Mm -hmm. my my girlfriend at the time who's i had been with for four years you know you're on the road a lot you're gone all the time right yeah so you really it it means a lot to have some stability back at home Mm -hmm. and when when we broke up i just i just went in a tailspin i was like yeah i was like man i'm just grinding i've been grinding for you know nine years and I, I got honestly i got pretty depressed mm-hmm. and uh i had i had faith you know faith in god when i was younger and mm-hmm. kind of just sort of you know just sort of <laughs> left it i was like yeah i just went on did band things stuff like that and then kind of in my low spot i just sort of you know it sounds peculiar but you know started hearing god talk to me again and i was like okay what's up and um and honestly just felt like the call back to my faith is to say
1: yeah
2: like here's 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 the time. Like, what What are you going to do? You're going to, are you going to go back or are you going to, are you going to let it go? Yeah. Like, can you trust that I have something else for you? And I was like, ah, oh, crud, man, this is like my life, you know? Mm-hmm. So. You know, I
1: think that's the hardest like part too. And, and, uh, uh, Pat is actually, uh, not of, of faith. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um but I, okay. I i can i can yeah. sympathize i love
2: people with... <laughs> yeah me too it, does, it doesn't matter <laughs> uh, but like i, I know i can i can
1: sympathize with um yeah. what you were talking about with uh like hearing god uh yeah. i am a hu- huge christian i love like love me some jesus always have always will <laughs> and i remember hearing like you know that calling on my heart like hey this is what you're supposed to do yeah, you know, yeah. do music and then i remember just recently uh, I uh, I didn't have to, but, um, my band came to a close and it's something I had fought for, for so long. And, you know, situations in my life just like kept hitting and it hit some of my band members with like just a lot of problems going on in our personal lives, loss and, and, and Mm. and hurts and depression. And I just remember going like, you know what, God, if this is what you want for me, I'll keep it. But like, if you want to take it away, you'll just, He'll just take it, it and go. then he yeah. did you know what i mean yeah. and i was like huh. there's like this little like freedom in that where i'm like huh Whew. i don't have to
2: worry about that anymore
1: so like yeah. on that on that note with like kind of going into a tailspin
2: it i get it <laughs> I yeah g- i just,
1: genuinely get it
2: It just kind of opened my eyes to like what was for me like what was important and like coming back yeah kind of kind of my roots and faith and christianity and um but I, it was not easy and i'll tell you probably one of the biggest thing that made it not easy is that those are my friends
0: right mm-hmm. yeah. like
2: you know those are my friends like we i mean we grind it's like your family you know like yeah. like tour, tour is amazing right but tour is also it's all the highs and lows it's the ups and downs it's that i'm not talking to you for you know i mean sometimes john i mean and he'd admit this too it's like but we would go sometimes not talking to each other. I think I think our longest was like six months. Wow. We literally didn't say a word to one another. I can't even tell you why. I don't, I, I, like genuinely speaking, I'm I'm not sure what would start it, but we'd get in a fuss or something and then we just wouldn't talk. And, you know, and then all of a sudden something would happen, blah, blah, blah. You know, we'd share a drink or do whatever. And it's like, ah, and then we start talking and things would come back online. But like touring can be grueling, man. It's oh, like, oh yeah, you gotta be. I mean you gotta it'll test you i mean especially like like a warp tour right dude if you can survive a warp tour in a van and chase a warp tour all across the country then your band can make it you know what i mean and that's 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 the kind of friendship and roots we had so when i was leaving it wasn't just like i'm making this decision for myself i was like my decision was forcing a decision on them and that was that was really 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 hard it comes with an extra extra added weight yeah
1: it's just it's hard
2: yeah. So that, I mean, so I guess that's kind of the story in between. And so like, I was just kind of, you know, I getting my life sort of back on track, you know, like kind of sort of ground myself again. And, um, in that spaces, I, I have a friend, his name's Keith kind of local guy, really great musician. And he was in the, in new year's day in the early times, okay. he introduced me to Ashley and it kind of said, Hey, you know, there's this girl and, you know, she's awesome. She got this incredible voice and she's looking to write songs, you know, and, and sort of get involved. And, and, and so I met her up with her, loved her energy. She was like super fun and had, you know, just a genuinely sweet person had a killer voice. She was doing some, like, she was actually working with uh, Pete from Fall Out Boy a little bit. She's working okay. with a singer from Motion City Soundtrack, doing some stuff and I was kind of listening to what she's doing. I, and I was like, let me, let me, let me write some, what do you want to write? You know, like what kind of style or whatever, um you know and she's you know her their music has gotten pretty like dark it's it's it, her music's incredible like when it started yeah. out is kind of like poppy dark i guess yeah and um that was kind of more my influence and Russell's and stuff like that um but she's always had that like fun like dark streak like you're talking about the movie the the 666 whatever mm-hmm. movie yeah. like that's right <laughs> up her alley like she you know she worked it like she did not scary farm and she'd be like you know, the vampirist and she, you know, she's just in that world. And so I was like, I was like, I was like, yeah. And so new year's day was kind of like, I was already, man, I was doing like drywall. I was selling patio furniture. I was trying to like, what What does a bass player do to like make ends meet after you're done with music? You do drywall. And, <laughs> uh, you know, that's sure. a true. true story, man. You just try, you try and pay the bills. And, uh, and so I just, I got involved with her to help sort of launch that career. It was never meant to be like, you know, I'm gonna do New Year's Day long term and make this. It was more like, "Hey, let, let me write some songs. Let me help sort of get this started because you got a ton of talent. Let me sort of help foster that, start that with you, and then I would sort of, you know, make my exit." Yeah. Um. So, and that's that's what happened,
1: and, that, and that's kind of how uh, ne- like you ended up finding yourself with New Year's Day. That's yes. that's really cool. And again, yeah. back to the whole, it just happened somehow. It happened.
2: It just happened. <laughs> it yeah. Is- so I think I did, I did like one tour, like one U S tour with them. And then that was it, you know? Right. So, but, wow.
1: That's, yeah. I mean, still that's, that's really cool. Um, But we also uh, that brings us to, I guess, to now, right. You have mm-hmm. a new project called radical radical. One of the big questions that we had was since you had such a long break uh, from doing music and performing music in, in those bands and, coming back to the music scene what has changed the most in your opinion like now that you are in front and center again Mm. like in that way what has changed the most
2: i mean without sounding too existential i'd say my perspective and appreciation Hmm. yeah Uh, my
1: go into that just a little bit more just sure give me me a little
2: a little little nugget sure sure uh again so this this project was i mean i didn't know i was going to be doing this again honestly i this project was it was born of of sort of like poetic musings of like i had a you know i got really depressed like around like 40 and a half or so i just i just hit a wall man i was just like i I was doing a lot of like using like a lot of self-awareness tools and things like that kind of getting into like you know who am i really and how have i been living my life and like have my motives been as pure as i think if that makes sense you know like i I haven't been doing things for malicious intent but like deep down inside like how secure i am 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 i doing things because i because i love people am i doing things because i'm insecure uh you know am I a likable guy? Cause I'm a likable guy. Or is it because I'm afraid of conflict and I run from it at every turn, all these things. Oh. And it all came crashing down. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, Oh crap. I'm not who I think I am. Mm. Right. And I'm just figuring this out in my middle ages. And that was for me, like it was crushing for me. This is going to be a clip crushing. for me. So I can like hear this on repeat.
1: Mm. Just I'm going to listen to that. Because, man, it's so important at, at any stage in your life to literally take a step back and check yourself. Like, yeah. am I doing this for the right reasons? And sometimes yeah. when you have to ask yourself that question, just asking it alone, making that realization, uh, says that there's a good chance you're not. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's, it's like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like yeah. that that ounce of doubt. It's because there's something probably true. Like, it's like when somebody, when you get angry at somebody for telling the truth, you're not angry because they're like, because you're like mad. You're angry because they're right and you know it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: I don't like what you said about me because it's <laughs> fucking true. Like, and
2: like, <laughs> here, here, listen, this, here, I'll get, I'll get, this is a, a, a quick example of something like, right? It's, a, it's like a journey of self awareness, right? It's like, a, you know faith or no faith self-awareness is going to be a really important thing for you Mm -hmm. um but like you know i started there's a time when i was like working at church all the time i was like just so much there's so many events and things right and so when i'd have a day off you know i'd be hanging out with my wife and be like hey what's that that?" she's all so what are you gonna do with that church? i'm like don't talk about church she's like why why i'm like because i just need a break i just need a day like to chill just like anyone like don't talk about work i want a day not thinking about work i want a day i want to free my mind right and i I just i get i get like that triggered from just she'd say something i it'd send me that spot and then it was like and then it was like okay and then she's like okay and then she kind of learned okay i don't talk about that on her day off we just enjoy our day off and then i realized i'm like is that okay is that fair of me to expect that from her and why am i so messed up on this okay no, that's not fair. Why Why should, why should I expect her to, to walk, you know, eggshells around me? Cause that what's wrong. Oh shoot. I'm like, I'm violating limitations that I should have on time, respectful boundaries with my family. Right. Yeah. Oh shoot. It's, I got to change. Yeah. We should be able to have a conversation and I should be totally cool with it. But I, I've already, I've, I've, you know, I've violated boundaries of my own soul, my own emotional health, all that stuff. Okay. I got to change. So things like that, you know what I mean? It's just like, i i i i I changed and so yeah and anyhow kind of full wraparound it's like working through depression and it was slow it it didn't come quick yeah i just had to stay in the fight and i and i started writing about it and stuff like that and for whatever reason all everything i was writing felt like songs Mm -hmm. and i was like what does it sound like with music and i immediately gravitated towards writing like homegrown style whatever like pop punk indie rock well it's good Uh, because we needed it we needed it
0: we needed needed it it it. back
2: (laughs) oh thanks (laughs) thanks Patrick I appreciate that (laughs) yeah and so I was like this this makes such sense and I was like I was like dude this is helping me like it was it was seriously healing me and I was like oh crap how many other people are experiencing this yeah I'm like I'm like I got to do something with this like Mm -hmm. this this actually might help someone else this might actually give them some language that they they the poetry might hit them in some way where they can go, oh, that helps me identify something in my own life or whatever. And and then all of a sudden I was like, like the what, right? You're talking about like, what's your goal? I was like, I was like, shoot, that's my goal. That's your goal. That's my goal. Like, that's my win. Like if, if it can help someone, if someone yeah. can hear this and if they just like good music, like pop punk, you know, it's like, that's a win too, right? Win. It, doesn't, it doesn't have to be like heavy, you know, emo, crazy, whatever to like, enjoy it. You know, you can just enjoy music. Yeah. But for me, like, I love the deep conversations about this stuff and like just being raw and real. Like, I have those conversations, it shows spontaneously, uh, DMs all the time. And uh, I, I love it. It just reminds me of why I did it. Yeah. You know,
1: absolutely. So. It helps, like, like you said before, it grounds you, it, it puts yeah. you back into the place where you're like, this is why I'm doing it in the first place. Yep. And And I know for like on a personal level, I lost that. I lost that uh, uh, quite a few times, like along my sure. journey of like being a musician, and 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 I'm stuck. We're not stuck. Like I'm, you know, bandless now. I'm musicless. I don't do a whole lot other than like studio and writing, and yeah. I'm just waiting for me. I'm waiting for God to be like, "This is in your here. It is now." This is, There's the next what, thing. Yeah. There's the next thing, and yeah. then I'm waiting for my. Somehow, it happened. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> that's that's what I'm waiting for. Um. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, we're for gonna sure, go man. to a, we're gonna go to a quick break. And we will be right back with Adam.
0: Oh, hey, Jeff. Oh, gosh. Hey, thanks so much for watching the video. I wanted to tell you really quick about a bunch of new merch we got. And we got these super, super cool sweatshirts, got stuff on the back. We got these new hats in. Oh, man, they're so freaking warm and comfy. We even got these cool shirts. These shirts are cool. You know, all proceeds go back into helping us be able to support up and coming bands. So be able to do this full time. So everything is super helpful. We've got these really cool bandanas, too. Check them out. www.unsidepoppunk.com Link will be in the description below.
1: Welcome back. We are here with Adam Lorbach of, well, homegrown New Year's Day and Radical Radical and who knows how many other projects he's been a part of. We'll see. Um, probably I, a million. I
2: think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I've got one more you don't know about. You, a a what? what? Is it new or is it old? It's older. Okay. It's, good Good luck finding it. You might be able to find it on MySpace. I'm not joking. Okay, uh, well, is it, I'm going to look it, for it. It's called Daylight West. Um, now I don't have to look as hard. There you go.
0: Yeah. Bear's currently typing it up.
2: I I, I wrote, <laughs> it's a, it's more like, uh, it's more like sort of rock pop i wrote for okay. a, i wrote for a friend of mine and uh it's pretty cool like he would he, i i he won i was like what do you want to write about he's like i don't know i'm all let's write about your <laughs> life and so we'd sit down in an office and he'd just tell me about all the things happening in his life like the hard stuff whatever and i just sit down with a pad and i would just i would just write his life daylight one word daylight west is it one word daylight mm, yeah daylight Found one it. word Found yeah it. Is it, yeah it's not like pop punk or anything. It's like That's okay. it's it's like radio rock. Radio rock.
0: Yeah. Nice. Well, we will make sure that we link it in the description below <laughs> okay. on YouTube. I,
2: <laughs> nobody knows it. So, honestly, you guys are the first to even know about it. So, hey, there you go. That makes me feel really yeah. special. There you go. <laughs> <That. Yeah.
0: laughs> I love that. Well, before we actually move on to our next segment then, we're going to ask the last question, the same question we ask uh all of our guests cuz we like to get what everybody's opinions are on it. Um okay. So what is one thing that you know now that you wish you would have known when you were first starting out?
2: I wish I would have known to enjoy the journey. Mm. You know, be be, yeah. pres- be present to every moment and take it all in, you know? Gone when I was in different states, if I was like where you're at, Minnesota, that I would have, that I would have, I would have, driven out you know to the mountains I would have I would have gone to the historical site I would have I would have just taken in as much as I could of the world yeah. you know
0: absolutely
2: yep yeah.
0: god that makes me want to go back on tour <laughs> <laughs> and
1: appreciate Bear, it.
2: Let's just take yeah. the show on the let's road just man take the, mm, yeah, yeah
1: okay. we'll do we'll do it live. We'll do fuck oh. it we'll do it live. Fuck it do it live <laughs> <laughs> there you well go. awesome and like <laughs> It's so funny coming coming back from break because like we were hitting on these like really uh really deep deep topics. Like you you I think you had mentioned like like the podcast kind of like covering everything. And it's like it's it's nice to to just hear it's nice to hear that and and, and um listening to you being able to explore so much more than just like homegrown. It's like we're not interviewing homegrown, we're interviewing mm-hmm. Adam. Like, mm-hmm. I want to hear about Adam. Like, you, talk to me about music. Yeah, that's great. This is a music podcast and a lot of our listeners, we hope, take a lot of uh, uh, inspiration from the podcast and it'll take a lot of ideas because our goal is to get, you know, successful people, quote unquote, on the show and pick their brain. But at the yeah, same man. time, you mm-hmm. we're, we're all the same. We're all human. We all go through this kind of shit. Yep. So it's like this segment that I'm about to introduce <laughs> is going to go so far away from that. <laughs> it's, it's, we're, so we're going to leave that right yeah. there. Uh, we, we, that,
2: we've, we've covered that. We've covered the emotions. We talked about feelings. Yeah, we have.
1: Yeah. We yeah. are going to go into our next segment, which is called the obscure questions segment. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, these ones are a little more uh, catered to to you and your, uh, your touring experience. Hopefully. Okay. Hopefully. Okay. Question number one. If you could pick the worst movie in existence, in your opinion, what movie would it be, and is it fixable?
2: I'll tell you what it's called. It's called Failure to Launch, and it is, it is the worst. <laughs> is it that is with the, Matthew McConaughey? I think it's like with Jennifer Aniston or something. Like, no. Failure to Launch. I know what know that is. I, I called it Failure to Watch because <laughs> <laughs> I – okay, no joke. The true story i'm i i i think i was yeah i was watching it with my wife in the movie theater yep Matthew, and uh. and the humor was so predictable and i was i i don't i hate rom-coms anyhow like they got to be really good rom-coms for me to like it hmm. and i was like i was watching it and i was like I, in my mind i'm all this is gonna happen it's gonna happen i was gonna happen and literally there's this scene where the guy's like climbing up a cliff whatever and i turned to my wife in the theater, and I said. If something comes out of one of those holes and bites his hand, I, we are leaving the, the theater. And she kind of chuckled. Sure as rain, something comes out of a hole and bites a hand. And I look at her and I said, "Can we leave?" And she's all, "Oh my gosh!" And we left the movie theater and got our money back. That's so funny. So that was it. I, it
0: it is Matthew McConaughey and okay. Sarah Jessica Parker.
2: Sarah Jessica Parker. Okay, yeah, I.
0: <laughs> That's there, right.
2: You didn't know who Don Cheadle was. But, yeah.
0: it's okay, but it's okay it's okay so fair. is is it fixable yeah did you is, fix the movie it's not
2: fixable okay no it's just no, no. it's
0: just cut done it. it's let's good. go
2: it's done it's matthew done. McConaughey it's better has better watch. works anyway who needs to watch it <clears throat> he does all right he all does. right all right <laughs>
1: interstellar
0: <laughs> like that's all i gotta say i don't okay. think i've seen interstellar what <laughs> <laughs>
1: that no. hurt my throat just saying yeah. that that's how Whoa. that's how upset I was. <laughs> well, i'm sorry yeah your mind needs to be blown in the same way yeah. mine was
2: twice his blood wow. almost came out as australian that <laughs> Almost. <time. laughs> so bear
0: i'm sure this doesn't surprise you a whole lot nothing ever does but anymore. what i've been going through like i uh me and my wife have been um watching a lot of beavis and butthead lately. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah.
1: no, yeah, big surprise. <laughs> yeah,
0: right. I know. Um cuz I am the I I like really dumb humor. Um I be, I was watching a lot of the uh I was watching through all of Jackass before the new movie came. Like that's I like nostalgia, man. That's yeah. like once again. There's some
2: gold there. There's some gold there. Yeah.
0: You know. There's and so that that's what I've been doing. We're watching Daria right now. Oh, nice. That's wow. a good one too. That's a good one too. We
2: That's actually cool. had we had a homegrown shirt, I remember, that was it was just a picture of Daria with homegrown underneath it. Do you got any of those on you still?
0: I don't.
2: <laughs> as a matter yeah. of fact, as a matter of fact, when homegrown merch comes up on eBay or like the local places here, I buy it all. That's tight. Dude, I buy I... it all. Yep. I have all my searches set to tell me when something comes up and if something comes on. Like I just bought I never knew they existed. Uh, Our first record label was Liberation Records, which is a local one here in, uh, Mm -hmm. like, Laguna Beach, California, and someone put up two demo tapes, and it's all just hand-drawn, like, artwork from Liberation Records with a bunch of inappropriate things on it, (laughs) and I was like, I didn't even know that existed. I'm like, bye, 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 bye. That's, that's awesome, awesome. that's so I, I, cool i, I, I can't bought, wait like, to get
1: to that level of cool where i can buy my own stuff off.
2: i didn't on even know it internet. existed i didn't even know it existed that was what that was so cool about it i was like oh just my start gosh.
0: start putting alerts on my phone tune we'll start bidding wars
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. dang it <laughs> just
1: like just like adam's gonna see this isn't he?
0: yeah i'm gonna buy it i'm, <laughs> I'm gonna buy it yeah. <laughs>
2: And All then will right, th- just take a picture. If I'm of beating it. against some username with any Patrick, any Tarnowski, you are going to be t- in big trouble. I'll tell you right now.
0: My <laughs> gonna get my I, my, uh, yeah. my eBay username is Bang Zoom Kaboom. If you see that, you just tell me knock it off.
2: Yeah, I will.
1: <laughs> Pat, he's going to pray for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because you right. need saving. Um, yeah. what is your favorite fast food tour hack?
2: Ooh, fast food tour hack. Well,
1: you gotta have one.
2: I mean, I mean, here in the West Coast, we have you know In and Out, right? And uh, you can get, yeah, exactly. But you can you can get your uh, you can get the peppers, you can get them chopped and fried. Oh, you can get fried mustard, which I do. Okay. Um, Of course, you can get the fries animal style, so you get all the onions Uh, and stuff all over the fries. Uh, Um, Yeah, that's a good one. We've
0: definitely had like an In and Out fight already on this yeah. podcast oh, at absolutely. one point in Probably time whereas that, me me fighting with uh, everybody else saying it's the best fast food you can get and to, and to knock it off
2: oh yeah it, <laughs> oh, it really is it, it is. is you can't get tired
1: of it I you yeah.
2: can't
0: get tired of it I Whatabur- yeah you can get most things fried burger is pretty well that's true
1: what burger is a pretty decent contender just but that's wow. that's, that's
2: texas down
0: right road. Adam, do you see what I got to put up with? I was going to
2: say, next thing you're going <laughs> to tell me is that Marvel is actually good, you know? It's like... Oh. <laughs> sorry, this sorry, another sorry. episode.
1: <laughs> I'm just kidding. Of the Where Did All My Friends Go podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd, I'd like to not thank Adam for being here. <laughs>
2: I, kid, I, kid. <laughs> <laughs> I kid, I kid. I kid, I kid, I kid. So uh, that's a, that's but, a good hack. That's a good hack. But no,
1: that's fine. I totally understand where you're coming from, and I, you know, on a personal <laughs> level, I hate you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <if> you <laughs> I'm so I'm 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 terrible. Savage. If you had to cut out one food for the, I wrote this when I was hungry. Don't yes, judge me. If you had ha- to cut out I, one, I food actually for, <laughs>
0: poked at him while he was making this. So
1: <laughs> I had a pizza in the oven. I could smell it. I needed help. If you had to cut out one food for the rest of your life, what would it be?
2: Ah, uh,
0: one food, and I would say it oh, has to be oh. a food you like, though, right? Well, like, yeah, like yeah, right? that you that you eat regularly. I mean, How is that? Well, because I mean, I could be like, well g- g- tomatoes, because tomatoes suck. I mean, I could get rid, I can get rid of those right now. It impacts me in no way. Do you like I spaghetti? Don't, I, don't, I don't. I think know pizza? I think this is it. Spaghetti on pizza, spaghetti no, no, pizza, spaghetti
1: or pizza. Oh,
2: because the, the pizza I, I,
1: sauce is tomato.
2: The only way I know how to, I'm not going to give up something that I like, that I enjoy. So (laughs) hold on. I rebuke the question. And then I I, I would get rid of black licorice because I can eat pretty much anything, but I can't, I I don't like black licorice. I'm going to side
1: with Adam on this. I like black black licorice. licorice licorice.
2: Nah, Yeah. It is. It's It's like an unholy root. I don't know what it is. It is the devil's taste. That's what that is. It's not candy. It's not candy. No, no, it's not. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. That's just... my, my, my wife wait, loves hold, it. Hold, hold, I don't wait, like
0: hold it. Up, hold up. Uh, Chef's kits.
1: I like how there's just that little like, sound that's just to Yeah. Just... <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. That was it. That was the obscure question. (laughs) I'm going to be blunt about that. It's over. (laughs) Okay.
0: Oh, I I, I got to catch catch my breath a little bit here. That was funny. That was Um, good. You stole that. Thanks. With the (laughs) chef's kiss. Um, So we do have one more segment here. This one's pretty quick. This is rapid fire questions. Um, So you're going to, you're just going to speak from the heart and you're going to shoot from the hip. You know, whatever comes to your mind, just answer.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Pineapple on pizza. Yes or no? Yes. I agree. MTV or Fuse? Uh,
2: Fuse, because we got to go on it.
0: Nice. Nice. See, that's usually not a stumper for most people. So I I like to see it. Uh, PlayStation or Xbox?
2: PlayStation. That's my boy.
0: This is a tough one, usually. Is a sweatshirt a sweater?
2: No. Agreed. I mean, you're
0: right. No. Okay.
2: <laughs> sweater, buttons. Anyhow, go ahead.
0: Yeah. Generally I mean, speaking. It, or yeah, or unless like it's an like an a Cosby sweater, yeah. you know, pullover sweater.
2: A little bit, yeah, but there's there's usually just something a little bit nerdy about a sweater, right? It can be like a good nerdy, but yeah. it's something a little yeah. bit nerdy. right? It's fluffy, yeah.
1: cozy, comfy...
0: Yeah. yeah i mean it's just a different fabric yeah for sure it's
1: like knitted you know like you know like yes yeah. that's, that's what it is that's mm-hmm. a sweater
0: yeah 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 tom delong or matt skiba tom delong because come on i'm og man <laughs> because come on. obviously but, because obviously that's the yeah. answer yeah guitar hero or rock band uh guitar hero last question yeah newfound glory or simple plan
2: uh I, I like all the guys in those bands but but I'm I'm going to go Newfound Glory. That's fair. I, I yeah. I agree with the Newfound and it's like cuz I'm
0: Newfound and Bear is and Bear is simple, plan. simple Plan. And it and it's okay cuz they're both great. They're both it's just whatever yeah. your pre- personal yeah. preference is. And That's I was right. listening to Newfound
1: just yesterday. So there you go. Heck yeah. Hey, I'm,
2: I'm I'm impressed with Simple Plan how they've been able to stay relevant yeah stay kind of kind of use some of the new sounds like yeah you know Mm -hmm. pop punk's been kind of infusing a lot of different things which sometimes i like and sometimes i hate yeah Um, but if it's done right it's good if it's not it feels too like cashing in a little bit but uh and then to newfound's credit i mean those guys just stayed newfound the whole time to to do that and still be friends and have a lot you know and move on Mm -hmm. through life and be dads all this crazy you know get married and yet they still you know live in different states even and come together and make things work. I mean, yep, pretty, pretty impressive.
0: Oh, yeah, almost impressive. anytime, anytime newfound comes through Minnesota, I go see him.
2: That's great, man. I love that. They're good guys, good, good guys. dudes, good dudes. Hopefully,
0: if any of them are listening, let's chat, <laughs> yeah, man, <laughs> or simple plan. Well, Anyone,
2: Adam,
1: Anyone. you did it. You made it through the podcast. I did. This is it. this is it. This was this was a blast thank you for being here we got one more thing to ask of you um, sure. but first in closing we're coming up on the one year anniversary of the first song released by radical radical oh which was misfit toys yeah wow. with that said what does the future of music releases look like for radical radical oh well let's see
2: uh well this march march 4th uh, 2022 i got a collab i'm doing like a 80s i love like synthwave anything 80s oh. i was a child of the 80s oh yeah. dude it's... have
1: you heard laney
2: no oh
1: uh-uh. you in this 80s synthwave yeah late laney
2: I, L-A-N-Y. i'm just i'm just kind of getting into it and working with a friend and doing a collaboration and so we're remixing stuff uh we're doing we're starting a side project nice. um yeah and uh i'm probably gonna release a few singles this year okay and 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 oh, yeah. still kind of do like i got a show coming up in vegas uh doing some some touring here kind of locally uh kind of just getting back into that so I can get in front of people and just have fun and play Hell yeah. yeah um but uh probably release a few singles maybe an ep this year and then I've already got like i think like sixteen songs already written so there's no lack of lack of music it's just right making on. the time to- making the time to 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 do it so uh, you, dude. yeah got to uh I did a hey, first time to announce this. Uh, I did a starting line cover for a compilation okay. coming out and I'm really really happy with it. And I did a song called Playing Favorites which is off of their his acoustic EP. But yeah. I kinda, I reimagined the whole thing like as I sort of thought maybe Kenny would do it and how I would I would mess with it.
0: So Playing Playing Favorites is uh one of my favorite of uh, uh Start in line tracks yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah
2: so I'm, I'm stoked to check this out yeah man it's gonna be good so that i mean that's i was gonna see if i could find it i was gonna, I was play gonna say where, where
1: will we be able to find that when it comes out uh
2: i'm not sure sh- I, I don't i can't remember all the information because the relationship is kind of new right. and i'm figuring it out mm-hmm. um but uh would it be super cheesy to actually play a little bit in the mic
1: do it oh, let's do it, do it. Uh, did,
2: sure. this should be our wait this should be our outro um, like, I, I'm, I mean, I'm it's, dead. It's gonna be super like lo fi, but I don't even care.
1: <laughs> uh, okay. This is gonna, this is good. Uh, Bear, if you're listening to this while editing it, <laughs> this is the outro. Don't touch, shit. <laughs> don't do it, you dumbass.
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> All right, guys, this he, has been another episode of Where Did All My Friends Go, a podcast about life in the music industry, Adam. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. We love you. We'd love to have you back. We're super excited about Radical Radical. And with
2: that, you got it pulled up? I got it pulled up, man. With that? (laughs) I'm just putting it in a microphone.
1: There we go. Let's do it. Low, Low
2: expectations, man. Tell you the truth.